Hello and welcome to Everyday People Tuesdays at 10. Today is episode 112. Now before I get to my guest today, I want to talk about uh, next week's episode and the few episodes coming up beyond that. So today's episode is the last of a cache of episodes that I had built earlier this year around like June July and uh, next week onwards is a fresh batch of interviews. Uh, I have slightly changed the format and i've also been toying with the idea of a second solo podcast but i don't feel like i can uh, make that consistently at the moment so i might take some of those elements and include new sections in the format of everyday people without the guest just a solo section of my own let's see that will start next week but not looking too far ahead looking to today's episode today's guest is vinita dayani she is a toastmaster a customer success manager and a content creator on YouTube and Instagram she has a channel called uncle rupee where she talks about financial advice basic financial advice for people especially women who have not been exposed to it or who find it complicated uh, she's been making videos for a few years now and she was one of my mentees within toastmasters for a while and i was so impressed with her uh, chutzpah to create without having like a elaborate setup that i offered to be her editor and i we worked together for about a year and i was practicing my editing skills me uh, working on her videos so i'm really glad that i got to sit down with her i have been a guest on her channel before and so today we just talked for a little while for about 20 25 minutes and we talked about uh, all the recent changes in her life how the pandemic's been for her recently getting married and where she finds the drive to manage both a job and this content side hobby that she has a side project that she has so enjoy this conversation and i will see you next week with a new format so here is everyday people 112 vinita dayan uh, we'll start with that formal five questions the first one being who are you what do you do and what is your current side project so uh, i am currently working in an organization called actio mm-hmm. which is uh, mostly focusing on it finance and uh, my role out there is as a customer success manager what i do is uh, i help my customers uh, use the product more frequently i see how frequently they are using the product how frequently they are adopting the product and you know how comfortable they are with uh, actio products and whether you know we can provide them a very good value because at the end of the day they have paid a lot of money to buy our product and ensuring that they stay with us the long run is uh what my role is as a customer success manager so yes retention of customers is the primary highlight of the role and uh, yes apart from the work that i do i am also interested in making videos i love making videos and it's about finance it's about other things as well but finance is also something which i really like and uh, i have an instagram and a youtube channel called uncle rupee i have been doing this for some time since 2018 Mm-hmm. uh but the fact that i have my work as well i like to focus on both because i like to do it as a hobby mm-hmm. uh the content part of it and i like the work that i do as well so yes this is what i okay uh so let's talk about uncle rupee first this is my second question um you you've been doing it for four years now in between i was your editor for a year now uh now you've got your own thing going i can see you experimenting with youtube shorts with instagram with um where does this desire for making videos come from 
uh what do you enjoy about it um just tell me more about what has kept you going for that four plus years what are you enjoying about that entire process of making videos okay so the first uh, thing where why i started uncle rupi is because uh, i personally faced the situation of uh, you know getting to know about money because i have been one of those who would actually look at small things as to okay where can you put your money Mm-hmm. and in my family itself i've seen my mother going to banks getting fixed deposits done instead of my father doing it and she also used to send me to the banks you know you know you can get the passbook updated or very small things and from there it started that you know why not explore more about investing and uh, after it started mostly in my when i was in class 11 or 12 it increased in college and uh, after i completed my masters i had some time to you know explore about mutual funds and finance as well mm. and i went firstly i went to a bank because at that time banks used to sell mutual funds and they used to promote mutual funds i went there and i spoke to uh, the person who used to sell mutual funds asked about him and he only suggested that you know why don't you study about it do a course on it mm. and i did a course i had that much of time to do a course it was a sh- it was a short course but it was so good and so informative that i actually got more interest in it mm. and from there i started uh, to you know tell people about mutual funds from that point of time the fact that i was also in toastmasters and i was doing this in finance actually i got a suggestion saying that you know if you are your communication skills are good you know you can actually make videos on it and mm. from there i got the idea you know why not start with a video i started with a facebook video on my personal profile and then i started with making a page called uncle rupi and that's how the journey of uncle rupi started since then i have been saying that uh, you know making videos and i personally like talking to people as well be it finance or anything because uh, that's how i can connect personally with people as well and showing yourself on video putting points and uh, experiences stories on videos actually helps people to connect with you as well hmm. and that's how the journey started and uh, i like doing it because it makes me feel happy and i know that there are a lot of people who would want to know about finance just like i did at my at uh, my point of time and people think that it is very complicated money handling money is complicated it is complicated but when you start and you know when you can relate to very simple things and very simple examples it becomes very easy and the prim- the primary focus was to make things very easy for the people to understand so i started if you see my initial videos when i started i used to relate it very with very very simple examples and people could relate to it and they were like okay it's not that difficult and that's how the journey continued so have you had people get, uh, get back to you or reply in your comments or something where they said this really helped me thank you what has that experience been like with your audience generally yes so a lot of people from various age groups i would say be it youngsters and women in fact who are working they mm-hmm. have told me that you know i have i don't handle my finances my husband handles it and and i want to learn how to do it so seeing these simple videos that actually help them and i personally got to chat with them as well because you know they wanted some pointers and it helped them to you know grow and learn more about it so it's like the more you read the more you see videos the more you you know absorb some knowledge that's how you get to the field of finance i like that like so i i'm making this series same because of the feedback that i got like hey i really enjoyed listening to somebody's story and the way you asking questions so i'm happy that 
you also have that i think it's the lifeblood of a creator is to get some of that <laughs> feedback and to like feel oh okay this is helping somebody in some way uh let's talk about your work you said you're a csm i'm very familiar with csms because i am a technical writer so csms are my my stakeholders generally how long have you been uh working in customer success um you you mentioned like getting the customer to use the product more but i imagine your metric is more uh, is the customer able to get the benefits that your product provides and make their lives easier so uh yeah how long have you been a csm and then what are the aspects of this job that you find challenging in comparison to uncle rupi like it's what are the different challenges and how you're handling it okay so i started working as a business analyst that is my career how it my career started i worked as a business analyst for more than two and a half years and after that i realized that i would like to go into something where i can directly talk to the customers and that is where csm came into the picture uh being a csm i would say uh challenges yes there are some challenges when it comes to uh, when customer is not happy with the product convincing them that you know that we can provide you value and we will definitely focus on things that would make things things that would make the product more effective and how we can help you out so csm has its challenges but it's very interesting in the fact that when you connect with your customers you get to know what are the points that they like about us and what they like so you get to know how your product is actually performing and it's not only about product firstly it's also about the people hmm. because uh, there are a lot of teams involved when it comes to the saas domain there is a technical team who would actually help the customer and there is one support team who would uh, look into the customer's needs whenever they raise a support ticket how frequently that ticket is resolved If, if there if that sla or if that frequency of uh, solution is not you know pretty fast or if they think that uh, the solution is not getting resolved fast they think that uh, they are not getting that value or uh, that particular company is not focusing on the customer so much so mm-hmm. i would say that uh, a lot of things matter as a csm and uh, the csm holds all the teams together so that the customer stays with them so one challenge is for the csm is maintaining that internal uh, touch with the team there are a lot of cross functional teams that you have to handle and answering to the customer at the end of the day because the csm is a very is finally at the end of the day facing the customer he has to take all the blame hmm. and he or she has to ensure that basically take all the blame of whatever is going wrong i would say that hmm. is the biggest challenge i see so being in sync with your internal teams is a very important factor if that doesn't happen the value doesn't come out and the customer seems thinks that okay i should not be with the product anymore so that part is very important all right my fourth question no <laughs> sorry say that again it's a very long answer i guess yeah, that's good we want long answers we want descriptive answers uh my fourth question to you is um now you're a young professional um you've been on your like you've had your career for a few years but you're you're still like not even 30 you're taking your time um what are three things that you're looking forward to achieving in the next 10 years and and i don't want you to treat this like an interview cliche question where do you see yourself in 5 years i want you to simply describe three things that would be really cool if you could pull them off so uh, one thing is uh... 
the work that i do that is about uh, the current corporate work where i am as a csm mm. i would uh, definitely like to grow in this particular role one that second is uncle rupi i have this goal of uh, i have this vision you can say i know that uh, i've been working on it for four years but yes some day i would actually want to grow this to such a level that people actually come up to me and say that you know you do make great videos and uh, you know i would like to collaborate with you on so many things so content creation is one of my visions as well mm-hmm. and third is ensuring that balance between my work and content is maintained i know a lot of people actually leave their jobs and focus full time on their content but i want to be one of them who could actually manage both both it's not easy to say but i love both the work that i do so yes i would like to balance both of them that's two i need a third one a uh, third so one is only corporate one is only uncle rupee third is balancing both of them oh, okay 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh the last question in this formal portion of the interview and this is an easy one i just want you to send the audience somewhere so this is where you plug you advertise uncle rupi or anything else that you think the audience should go check out okay so what you want me to tell a particular talk to the audience tell them hey go check out uncle rupi and this is my link instagram and youtube and all that oh yes you're content creator you have to advertise yes yeah so hello everyone if you really like finance if you like investing if you think that finance is difficult for you handling money is difficult for you you can always check out my videos because i can link finance with your your with your personal life as well sometimes so do check out my videos my content and post on youtube and instagram my channel same as uncle rupi uh instagram channel handle i would say specifically and uncle underscore rupi mm-hmm. and yes do not forget to subscribe to my channel and do not forget to follow uncle rupi on instagram and i will That's include it. these links in the description so if you're interested in checking out uncle rupi please look at the description of wherever you're listening to this podcast hey look that's our formal interview complete see how easy that was <laughs> yeah i mean only then for 10 minutes yeah but now we can do a little more casual so have you been interviewed before and now now is the time where you can have just a normal conversation right is not an interview yeah, have been... i have been interviewed uh, not exactly into couple of interviews yes and some workshops you can say mm-hmm. as well has been done so yes this this but this one was good i mean since i was doing personally with you yes i have been on yeah workshops and uh, so how was this experience different from like other interviews that you've done before i was pretty casual in this Mm-hmm. very for not too formal but i was i can say i was myself in this nice any questions you want to ask me about this uh, process and like about the series or anything like you and i have so okay uh, let's set some context about our relationship uh, we both met in toastmasters um, i think about 4 years ago around 2018 2019 i think we met and then i was one of your mentors for a while and then when i saw what you were doing with uncle rupi i was really impressed because you were doing it with a phone without even a laptop just a phone and i said okay you know what i i'd love to help you out and practice my own editing skills so i was your editor for a while uh then like we sort of very naturally we just went our own ways it wasn't like a um any sort of argument or anything we still talk occasionally uh but mm-hmm. since then like you know 
your personal life has pushed on your career has changed my career has changed so catch me up like how you've been in the last uh, i don't know how, when we last talked properly what what yeah, all has before covid before covid wow, it's been 2 years then so batao kya kya chal raha so firstly i would say ki sahi chal raha hai and the main reason why i tell you why i don't buy a laptop is i personally i think i won't use it enough because i don't like to do this work on the laptop i like to shoot a video and uh, editing is pretty i don't think that basic editing gets done on a phone nowadays okay. because of the inshot and film or uh, i don't want to go into that much of technical editing maybe sometime in future when i hire some intern or someone tab dekha jayega now otherwise like but not right otherwise yeah otherwise it's i mean basics are happening. and i think it's pretty okay if i can get some basic ideas also from people and yeah that is going on because uh, laptop i don't do it because uh, office ka kaam rehta hai honestly and again for my own work i will buy another laptop i don't personally like do yeah, so much of screen don't time don't want that personal nice um you said you're in uh, bangalore now so like is everybody like okay in the family as far as covid and everything how's the pandemic been for you Yes, yes. I think everyone has been pretty good. Touch wood. I was one of them who didn't get COVID, and yeah. I hope I don't get it. Oh, it's all right. Because everyone I talk to, everyone is like, "Okay, I've got COVID. You haven't got COVID." I was like, "Okay, is it something mandatory or what?" So, family, me, everyone is doing pretty good. Uh, and yes, going good. I mean, my in-laws are in Jodhpur. I'm saying that my husband is all. Mm. Yeah, going great. My my parents did not catch COVID for two years that they were living with me, and now in April they went to Calcutta, uh, for some family work, and the both of them caught COVID. I'm like, ah. And then Calcutta, I think it's pretty much hidden because half of the people don't say Kim got COVID. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, both of us are from Calcutta, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so yeah, nobody is wearing masks. Nothing. Nobody cares in Calcutta. Is what my parents are telling. So obviously, even before also it was the same case. Yeah. Calcutta will remain Calcutta. Um, okay, so uh, you said you're living here with your husband. Uh, how has that been recently? Married life and everything. Has have you felt that huge change in your life, or no? It's been normal mostly. Not really. Um, it's been one year now, and I can't believe it's been one year since I got married. I feel old already. <laughs> so, so not much of a change. It's like living with a friend and going on. Like unless I have to go to family members and I need to maintain that. I <laughs> think living with my husband has been pretty fine. So we're lucky enough that we are staying. That's really cool. Um, how how often? What about, I, what about me? What marriage? <laughs> I'm not married. Not yet. married. I'm not asking this question. <laughs> uh, I don't want to be one of those friends who's going to ask that. See, my auntie gets a bit of shabby. So uh, I I just recently turned thirty, which is nice. It's cool. Nice. And uh, yeah, I mean, life's been okay in the sense of you know, there's always something going on. That, that thankfully, like there's always something or the other going on. Um, I changed workplaces last year, and I've been with this company almost a year now. It's been touchwood very good. Like they give me a lot of space, especially for like mental health stuff. I I need space so. they they'll give me that and they trust me to do the work and everything's going well now my responsibilities are increasing like we're slowly you know i'm learning new things i'm on my way to maybe become a product manager 
uh, though I've been a technical writer for the last like now nine years, uh, eight, eight, yeah, eight plus years I've been a technical writer, but I'm starting to take on more responsibilities now. I'm bringing that managerial experience that I got in Toastmasters and other things. Now I'm learning uh, to bring it in a corporate workplace. So that way has been good. And my family has recovered from COVID, thankfully. And we are sort of managing right now. It's weird. Like, it's weird talking about yourself in the context of a pandemic and then, you know, catching up with somebody that you haven't spoken to in a while. It's, it's weird always because you you tell your story and you've heard it like a hundred times before but so it feels like strange to tell you but i'm sure to you it's like oh huh, okay that makes sense and everything same like i was listening to your story about how everything is i'm sure it must feel weird to you to talk about all these normal things right yeah i mean firstly about my marriage i feel still weird because i don't feel sometimes i feel i don't feel married because uh, people also don't think that I am actually married. When I went to office recently, it was like, okay, I had to tell people that I was married because people actually assumed they were really shocked to see that, okay, because I don't wear that in office. So when my parents saw my in laws come, then I went to So they were like, office may be and all that. So no, then I was actually feeling your ring to them. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I do. So people are like, everyone there. So yeah, mm-hmm. nobody's that. They, they need all the other but, yeah. and all that shit. <laughs> 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 so your parents so, have recovered now from COVID? Yeah. Like, they recovered, they got it last month. They recovered, then they came from Calcutta to Bangalore. And, you know, we're getting tested and everything. My, my dad's a heart patient, so we have to be careful. So, you know, he's gone through yeah. his tests and everything. And thankfully, everything's normal. Um, cool. I think very naturally, we've reached this uh, conclusion. I, I told you, right? Some some guests don't like to talk very long. Some guests are, they'll take their time. So between 15 and 45 minutes, we're we are now at 25. We're at a good uh, space. But thank you so much for uh, sitting down with me for this interview. And I'll have you again as a guest sometime. Let's let's see if we can meet up or something and uh, catch up properly. And then we'll see if we can have you as a guest again. All right. Thank you for inviting. I'll probably have an Instagram live. Planning to do an Instagram live now. So right now. we can have a, no, now, not now, but in the near future. So I would get to know about your finances and how you are handling it. And wow. about your podcast also, I wanted to ask, how is it going as in, uh, you are looking at specific domain of speakers or, or is it like about what they do, like just what we hire or something? Yeah, so, so this series of mine, I was started in 2016. This is the everyday people uh, blog that I used to remember. Yes. I did a hundred episodes of those and finished that in September, 2020 and then I stopped. And this year I've brought it back now, episode 101 onwards, but as a podcast first, not as a blog. So I'm not doing the blog of it. Uh, because like how I used to do the same, like you, you know, you like to record on the phone to make it easier to publish. I used to interview yeah. people on WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger. And then I would just copy the text, edit it, and publish it as a blog. That is easy. I had experimented yeah. with the podcast uh, in between and I'm still doing the blog. But now I have the podcast and then I have to listen to it and I have to write it out. It's a lot more effort, right? 
So I just stuck to the blog part. Now that I'm no longer doing the blog, I'm doing the podcast. Therefore, it's a little easier for me now. I just have to take the audio of this, uh, put it in, you know, an audio editing software, adjust the volume and stuff, cut out any extra arms or whatever, or even leave them in sometimes and add an intro, add an outro, publish. So it's low effort. That being said, I haven't published an episode this week or last week. I had maintained a seven week streak every week, one episode. And now two weeks I have not put, but that's okay. Like just thoda. I think that is the biggest pressure on content. I wanted to say this part also about content. Ki, ki everyone is like pretty regular. They think that, you know, you should post every day. You should do it every week. So I went, I posted this video on the vacation part. And in that vacation, I realized that I used to take so much of tension on this content thing that, you know, post every day. And I used to get very much pressurized because when you see other people doing it, you get that pressure more. Yeah. But when you realize that it's you are doing something for yourself and you want to make a quality thing, you will actually take your time and post it. So one thing I learned recently is that I will not put my head so much on, you know, making it so regular. When the idea comes, I will ensure that it gets there and, you know, not take so much of burning because a lot, I feel a lot of burn, burning, burnt out, I feel that and all that, but Faltu got tension and that tension is it's not worth it, especially if you're taking it as a side project or a hobby. It has to have some amount of fun. Otherwise, it's it's not worth it, yeah. right? It, it's burnout. I You know, I've experienced burnout. We've talked about burnout before so, so many times. It's just not worth it. So like, you know, I'm okay. Huh? Two weeks I haven't posted. No worries. I will post it when I'm ready. I, you, ha- you are now, I think, my uh, fifth or sixth backup interview. I've also approached your brother, by the way. <laughs> Uh, I have to still coordinate coordinate with him. But yeah, I have like, I think five or six episodes in my uh, bag recorded and ready. Just have to edit them and publish them. Right. So that's the point. I like to have a cache of episodes ready. And then if I can just Mm -hmm. edit them, then I can be regular. I haven't had a chance to edit the latest one. That's why it's not gone out two weeks. That's okay. At least you have that stock with you. So you can arrange it and post it. Mm. I will, I'll try and make sure that it goes out at least uh, next week. I don't want to like have a gap of three weeks. Uh, anyway, uh, this has been a lot of fun and I'll have yes. you on again sometimes. Thank you so much for spending time with me. Say bye to the Thank audience. Thank you so much. Bye everyone. I'll bye. have a good Have a good time. Have a good day. Learn, learn to manage your finances. So I don't want to say <laughs> you said it already. Have a good day. Have a good time. Learn to manage your finances. Lovely. I'm going to stop recording now. <laughs>